guys. What's happening? Welcome to the show. Let's go ahead and dig right into this. Let me ask you a question. Who do you trust? And of course, within that trust, it comes down to faith or to truth, right? What is the truth about anything that we know? And very, more, more importantly, I guess the question would be, how do you verify if it's true or not? That's really an important question coming up. The world is getting a little tougher. It's getting a little tougher to decide what choices to make in order to keep your head above water, keep your head out of the noose, right? Because there's all kinds of craziness going on around you. And, of course, you have that plethora of information keeps hitting you in the face every time you look at your phone, every time it rings or dings, or you look at everything around you. Everyone has an opinion about something. But my question is, how do you find your truth within all of this, these stories, all of these ideas that we have going on? There's definitely a lot at stake here. I mean, think about it. What happens if when your children leave the house or your spouse leaves the house and someone comes along that you don't know, you don't know anything about it, and they're over there engaging your child or your wife or someone you love in a, in a conversation that is based on lies, and as a result, that person you love is putting themselves at risk. There's a lot going on in the world. There's a lot to think about. And I think if you want to get to the bottom of some of it, you might want to start by wondering or considering where would you look if you decided you wanted to find your truth? We're going to talk about that and so much more. I hope you'll stick around. Here's the issue that I have. The issue I have is it's really a simple one. It's that um, for as long as I can remember, I kept looking at why or I had this question sitting in the back of my mind about why, why I do or why everyone does what they do, right? Everybody's life looks exactly the same. And as a kid, I was intuitive. I was probably more intuitive than I should have been. But I'm looking at my, my childhood, which was rough, right? I had, uh, had a domestic violence and drug abuse. And there was all kinds of crazy shit went on from the time I was about eight years old um, until, yeah, until I grew up and married and moved out, right? But when you look at that, and the one thing that struck me funny was if my mom's over there getting her ass handed to her by my stepdad, I'm thinking, well, why don't you leave? Why don't you just, why didn't she, why didn't she just change something? So not only her life would get better, but my life would get better too. And what I come to realize is that it all came down to her truth. It came down to what she believed to be true in her life. And it wasn't her truth. It was an idea that was handed to her that didn't fit anything that, she needed or anything that I needed. That got me scratching my head, right? And of course, I'm growing up and I'm going through the throes of all of that. And then I didn't make any real great choices, although now they're great choices. I married my wife when she was 16. I was barely 18. We had a baby on the way. I'm thinking... Wow, what now? What do I do? And, of course, the world told me what the truth is. Here's the, que here's the answer to your question. Listen, here's what you're going to do. You're going to go to work, and you're going to work hard. And you're going to earn money, and with that money, you're going to buy things that make you happy. And here's a, here's a handy-dandy list of those things, right? And as a result, what, I, what, I, what did I do? I, I did what I was told or what I learned to do. I learned the truth is that the... Life I'm living is a life you should live, and it's pretty not bad. It's not bad. I mean, it's a, it's definitely a way to go. 
what was funny about it was the whole time I'm involved in this building of this truth, this thing that I'm supposed to do because it, it creates endless happiness and success was I, I realized amid all of this struggle, I wasn't having any friggin' fun. I mean, you're picking up on that, right? You, you do understand. I mean, you've been there on occasion where you, like it's hump day, you woke up this morning and I mean, I'm pretty sure not every one of us woke up all friggin' ready to go. Not certainly not like we do when we want to go fishing or hiking or backpacking or snowboarding or surfing or. But yet, if I come along and I say, hey, dude, what are you doing that for? That doesn't make any sense. I thought you loved to surf. The answer would be, well, you know, God dang, you got to have a place to live. And of course, you know, I love my house and I love my family and I wouldn't change a thing. And all I keep thinking is scratching my head. Even as a young man, I watched my dad and he'd, he'd come home on the weekends and we'd spend time together and then he'd head off and he'd work his ass off and he'd come home. And that went, that went on for friggin' years. And I'm like, damn, aren't you tired of that yet? And what was even more ironic about that whole conversation, that whole experience was not only was I watching him do it, but before he knew it, I started doing it. I mean, this might sound crazy. I don't know. Let me just back you up here. Get ready for this. But can you imagine there was a point in my life? Now, I've always been a musician, or at least I like to play the guitar and sing, right? That's my release. I'm kind of a diehard creative, right? I actually gave up my guitar so I could work harder. I gave up my guitar so I could work harder. And I'm not dissing working. You have to work. But the question is, if you're going to work, which we all work, my question is, why are you working for things? Why are you working for the things you do? If I were to ask you, it's because you wake up so energized and you can't believe it and you're amazed and you have more fuel in your tank and it just drives you forward and you can't wait for the weekend to pull weeds and to clean the house and to get the cars ready and to, and to stack all that shit up in the garage and, and you're like, just don't even bother me, man. I'm having that much fun. I would say, all right. But that's not the truth, is it? I mean, come on. I, your story, I'm just sitting here hanging out, throwing some shit at you. If you're having a great time, stop listening. But I bet that's not the truth. I bet the truth is you woke up this morning and you were thinking to yourself, damn, I, I should bang in. God, I just love to stay home. Job sucks. The people I work with suck. Everybody's pissed off and grumpy and everyone else has a better life than I do. I mean, let's face it. I don't know about you. Maybe you're the exception and if so good for you but the trip to the liquor store is the highlight of most people's day it is think about it when you think about all of the amazing things that elevate your life above where you've been today where you spent today where you spent yesterday where you spent the last week the last month the last year of your life i guarantee there's not a whole lot of great shit going on you ever stop to wonder why why is it so hard to say, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I know. That's, they, they keep telling me how great it is to spend my entire life in debt, wait till I'm 65 and my friggin' back is bad and I'm 40, 50 pounds overweight and I'm drinking vodka to start deciding to go have an adventure. Friggin' adventures, getting up out of the chair to go to the bathroom. Having an adventure is finding the energy to have sex, right? Am I wrong? Think about it. Am I wrong? How cool is it to be where you are right now? How cool is it to face what you're going to face tomorrow? How inspiring is it for you? 
Are you like, God dang, man, I love my job. Honey, I wish I hadn't picked this job. She goes, why? Well, it's because it's so exciting. I can't sleep at night. My head is racing. My head is spinning with ideas about how amazing my life is. This whole story is about you. And the problem that we're facing is that everything that we take in has an intention. There's no one that feeds us information just because they care about us, except for, well, I guess I'm one of those people. I certainly aren't making any money on this. I just show up every day and say, hey, what's up? How are you doing? I hope you're doing better than, than you could. You were doing. I hope you have the potential or see your potential to actually live the kind of life you want to live. It starts down starts it starts down the road of honesty. That's really what it's about. What's the truth? You look at him, he's overweight, he doesn't he doesn't smell as good as he used to, he certainly isn't as helpful as he used to. If he just do the dishes once in a while, if he just get supper ready, if he just like pick up the vacuum cleaner, clean the clean the kitchen, clean the bathroom. Actually it would be great if he just pick up after his own ass, right? But you hang in there, you're like, Well, you know, that's how everybody else is doing it. For God's sake, you do realize the clock is ticking. You do realize you're running out of time, just like everyone else. That clock is ticking, and and if you're doing the same thing as everyone else, you don't be surprised when you get what everyone else has gotten, even the people that have done it before you. I guarantee you're headed to be in your mom and dad one way or the other. Age will guarantee that you are going to be sitting in a chair going, God, man, I wish they hadn't. I wish they wish they'd have told me that getting old sucks. Man, I wish they'd have told me that getting old and fat sucks. To be tired, and of course, that's the big fallacy that when you when you talk about the truth, let's go back to the truth. When you talk about the truth, here's something you need to consider. You do realize your plan includes working your ass off while you're young and can enjoy life and waiting until you're broken down, fat, overweight, on prescriptions, and too tired to do anything to actually have the time to do it. What kind of plan is that? What kind of plan is that? How about you and me? How about you join me? How about you just spend a little more time with me? Just bear with me. I'm the new guy on the block. How about you spend a little time with me? We're going to go ahead and go through this thing. I'm going to help you find the truth. I'm going to help you take a look at the world for what it really is and what's being presented to you. And in turn, what you're going to be able to do is you're going to wake up every day and you're going to realize, hey, wait a minute. I'm having a friggin' really good time. That guy was right. I don't have time to listen to him anymore. I'm on my quest. I understand where they've been lying to me. You ready to do it? I hope so. Let's go ahead and get involved in how to make this happen. I hope I've got your attention. I hope he'll got you listening to what I'm saying because, I mean, the reality is this. It take it or leave it. It doesn't really matter. It's not changing anything about my life. All you're doing is you're just listening in on a dress rehearsal for what I plan to do, where I'm going. Because the bottom line is once I figured out that the source of energy, the ultimate source of energy and excitement comes from within myself. And that is when I'm, when I wake up in the morning, I say, okay, of all the things I can do, these are the things that would be the coolest. 
These are the things that would make me feel the most energized, excite me the most, make give me the most value for the effort it, take, effort it takes to maintain that life, right? You can tell me what you want about the, the life you've chosen, about how great it is to own that big-ass house. But I can list 100 things right now that you'd rather be doing if you had the chance. Instead of mowing that lawn on Saturday, instead of spending five, six days a week working your ass off to give all that money away to some banker. Let's talk about the truth, right? Did you remember way back? And, of course, it all centers around the story. It all centers around where you're at and what you believe. So let's step back from that. As a kid, we knew it. As a kid, you knew that it was more fun to do the things you loved to do than the things you had to do. And as a result, anything that you didn't love to do, you ducked, you avoided, you looked at it, you said, that sucks, I don't want to do it. Your parents would say, hey, listen, I don't want you going out early because uh, Saturday we got to pull weeds, and conveniently that's the morning. You get up early, you can't sleep, you're out on your bike, and you're gone before your dad gets up. He's like, Chris, Chris, where you at? And, of course, you're nowhere to be found, and there's no cell phone, at least you didn't bring it. And you're out there having fun, and then you come home, and it's like it's 1 o'clock in the afternoon. You're beat, tired, the work's done, and you're like, well, you know, I, I, I forgot. I forgot. And the truth in that is the reason he you were so inspired to do that shit, to escape, to risk punishment, is because it's a lot more fun to do the things you love to do than the things you have to do. And the other side of that coin is it's a lot more easy it's a lot easier to do the shit you have to do it's if it's so you can do a bunch of stuff you love to do how do you get it done let's go ahead and talk about it and i guarantee by the time you get done with this it's going to work why is all this noise hitting us in the face why is all this noise hitting us in the face though so we don't have time to think about us why are you so busy every day it feels like you're running a marathon is it by accident No, it's not an accident. The reason you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off is because that's by design how to keep you off balance. Not all these things flashing, all these ideas, all the things that are important to you, all these things someone else is trying to make important to you. And the bottom line is what? While you're living it, you tell me. I'll sit back and listen. Go ahead and tell me how frigging great it was to go to work today, how great it is to work Monday through Friday. And then, of course, the reason you work Monday through Friday is so all of that cool stuff you get to do on Saturday and Sunday, right? All that cool stuff you get to do on Thursday and Friday when you get off work. You're like, honey, get the get the hot dogs. I got the boat loaded up. We're rocking and rolling. This is exactly how I had it visioned. This is exactly how I had it planned out. And the bottom line is the reason you've lost track of your truth is because the world keeps telling you what the truth is. Oh, no, this will make you happy. Oh, this will make you happy. Oh, you got to worry about that. Oh, them sons of bitches. Right? All of that, all of that noise pounding in on you. You want to start by, you want to start living your truth? First thing is you've got to ask you, yourself an honest question about your, every choice you've made. How great is it, comparatively, how great is it to be working your ass off for a big-ass house when you don't have any time to spend time in it? Working 10, 8, 10 hours, 12 hours a day, right? You get home, you're tired, you go to bed. If that's the case, and, and then, of course, if you don't love cleaning that house and doing the yard work and all of that shit, you aren't all inspired by it, that's the other question. Why are you lying to yourself? What's the truth? The truth is you'd rather be fishing. The truth is you'd rather be living debt-free. The truth is you don't really need all that shit in the garage because you're not doing anything with it. But when you think about getting rid of it, you get all scared. You get all shaky. The bottom line is this. 
If you don't spend time with yourself, if you don't spend time examining where you are, if you don't set benchmarks for yourself so that you can actually create a focal point that will change your trajectory, you're going to continue down the same path you're on. Because a, a body in motion stays in motion, and it's only when a force is exerted upon that body that it changes direction. You're headed to the same exact spot as your dad, your grandpa, your great-grandpa, and every old dude you've ever met, including the lawn, all the crap in the garage, your back hurts, you can't get out of your chair, it's hard to get out of that car, we need to trade it off, oh my God, I got more prescriptions, the doctor bills are climbing, and I'm fat, and I can't do anything I love to do now that I retired because of it. Ready to escape it? I hope so. If you're not ready to escape it, you must be living a dream. And if you're not living a dream and you're not ready to escape it, you probably fell off a chair and bumped your damn head. Let's talk about it when I come back. Here's the truth of it. Here's the truth of it. The truth of it is we are what we think. We are the information we take in just like we are the food that we take in. The reason you're not rocking and rolling your life is because all of your life you've been given this example, this image of what success looks like. And so you follow that pattern. Of course, it's easy and it's certainly safe because you're surrounded by people who are doing exactly the same thing. So there you go. You head off into the wild blue yonder and pretty soon you have the house and you have all the assets of success. And at some point you settle back. It's about the time you're, the amount of money you earn and the amount of time you have converge at a common point you don't have much more money and you really don't have any more time and all of a sudden you're left with and this is where you're at and what's ironic about that is once you've achieved that benchmark then of course the plan is to sit there and and jockey here and there but for the most part the big plan is to wait till you're 65 70 years old and then you're going to really start partying it up you start tearing it up How many 65, how many 70-year-olds do you know are rocking and rolling your life? How many surfers do you know at 70? Look, I surf. What are you doing, old man? Well, I'm over here surfing. How many people at 65 do you know are learning, trying to learn jujitsu or in the gym two and a half hours a day? I believe me. Believe me. I am the exception, as is my wife. She's 59 years old. We spend four days a week in the gym working our ass off, and it's because we love it. Why? Because it inspires us. I kind of, I don't know about you, but I kind of like I kind of like waking up every day. I kind of like living. And from what I can tell, they keep saying that, hey, guess what? If you uh, work out and you take the time to understand and to focus on yourself and to make sure you're healthy, you can live a long life. Now, granted, I could friggin' die of a heart attack, and, of course, it would all be wasted, but maybe not. How do you get that thing going? I mean, if you were to come up with some idea where you actually learn, you're like, well, you know, I kind of I kind of like fishing. Uh, fishing would be cool. Or uh, I kind of like playing golf. I wouldn't mind playing golf again every weekend. That would be that would be pretty cool. Where would you start? We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about combining your superpower and how to get the ball off the ground and even how to make you more successful than you are right now simply by asking someone that you already have in your life for a little bit of help. I guarantee if you stick around, you're going to figure out, you're going to see exactly what I'm talking about. You're going to thank me. All right, so it all comes down to your superpower times two. What's the superpower? 
Your superpower is the ability to hyper-focus on some aspect of your life that you'd like to have changed or be better in your life to the point that you actually come to a, to a, to a, to a, to a precipice where you're, where you're moving on it. Action is being taken on it. What do you suppose would happen if you did that? And, of course, I talk about your superpower times, too. What would happen if you invited your partner to get all excited about some crazy-ass dream that you both know will never happen? I mean, that happened to Sandy and I. We we rock and rolled it. We decided, hey, you know what we're going to do? We're going to sell the house. We're going to live in an RV. We're going to travel because Sandy was born in the same community she worked in, she retired in, and it was time for something new. How do you suppose that worked out? Well, we started talking about it. We're like, oh, no, we can't do that. No. Well, you know, I don't know. Here, check out this video. Oh, wow, that's cool. Oh, man, look at that place, right? Oh, man, look at that place. That's cool. Oh, I'd... yeah, but we can't. And the next thing you know, Sandy and I are not only talking about it, but we're kind of strategizing. We're writing shit down. You want to find your truth, just find something to get more excited about than where you are right now. That's as simple as it gets. If you're if you're not rocking and rolling some aspect of your day where you're thinking at the end of the day, oh, I get to do this when I get done. Fucking it sucks. I know. I do a podcast. It sucks. I got to figure it out. I know. Ah. You're missing out. That's the truth. I mean, you should be fishing or doing something. You should be like being a gourmet cook or rocking and rolling some aspect of it. I mean, I'm just I'm just one guy, right? But I know that it's a lot more fun to do what you love than it is to do what you have to do. And I also realize that sometimes you do what you have to do because of the shit you love. Now, here's the reality of that. The reason you're not achieving any of it is because you don't have enough time to think about it. How much time did you have you spent thinking about how you could actually play golf two days a week? There's no way she wouldn't go for it. No way. She would not go for that. That's what you're thinking, right? Well, it depends. What's she getting out of it? I mean, I'm sure she's doing a bunch of shit that sucks, too. What would would happen if you said, hey, listen, baby, I was thinking. We both need to have a little more fun. So I would like to start golfing. What would you like to start doing? Uh Uh-oh, superpower times two jumping in, right? And all of a sudden, guess what? She's over there going, how's it going on the golf? And did you get that thing figured out with your schedule? And you're like, well, yeah, but I'm still, he's resistant. But I think I can do the four-day work week. And then how about you, baby? How about that? Did you you get started? Are you going to write that book? Are you going to do that thing? You start that business or whatever that thing is? How's it going, right? It's funny how crazy it is. But when we're engaged in things that we love to do, it's not work at all. You'll stay up all night trying to research how to how to put a gun together. You'll stay up all night trying to research how the hell you get that damn Toyota that you love so much and hate. Of course, the love-hate relationship, right? How do I get that starter in? How do I rebuild that engine, right? I, it's cool. I want to be a motorhead, right? That's my thing. I love sitting out in the garage rocking some music. My hand's getting greasy just learning how to do shit. It starts with a thought. I'm going to give a foolproof method for how you can get going on it, how you can establish some focus in your life to the point that you become unstoppable. If you don't believe it's true, that doesn't surprise me one bit because we don't, as as a society, as a whole, most of us don't have the ability to actually define where people are at when they're talking to us and where they're at when they're lying to us when I come back. All right, all right, let's go ahead and dig right into this. So we are what we think, right? And and that's the problem. I, I, I don't know if you realize how much time you've spent believing the things you believe. But I, there isn't anyone that I can talk to. Most people all approach on the street and say, what, what do you think of a, of a house as an investment? Oh, it's a great investment. No question about it. You Everybody should own a house, right? 
Well, it kind of depends on your on your level or your the definition of success, right? Because owning a house comes with some obligations. It comes with being in one place. It comes with having a major payment, a big payment. It comes with giving up your ability to move and to the flexibility to change course and to explore the world, right? I mean, you can still do it, but let's face it. And people say, well, you know, that doesn't stop me. Well, yeah, it kind of does if you take a look around. I mean, how many people do you know are actually rocking and rolling their life? They've bought this house and now they travel all the time. And they, there's a give and take. We only have so many resources. So the question is, why do we choose that over something that's like kind of kind of better maybe? Let's say you love surfing or you love the ocean, you love sailing. And, and you know, you've seen people, you've heard about people who buy sailboats and they just live on the sailboat. And, and granted, they're not rich. They're not millionaires. And but they do they do do that right they just they f- make it work right and and it's fine and and i don't know of anybody who's actually made the choice to live a life based on what they love who actually fail at it i mean generally that's not the case but the reason you're not jumping down that track you're not going on down that line you're not pulling off the course that you're on isn't because it's not possible it's because in order for it to happen you got to believe it in order for you to believe it you've got to think about it how much time do you spend thinking about you in the average day? I'm not talking about, you know, this, my life sucks or this or that. I'm talking about actual time you spend engaged in thought about where you're at, where your life would, where you'd like your life to go, and maybe how in the hell you're going to get it there. There's the real tragedy and why we're not able to accomplish the things that we, that we dream of accomplishing is because we can't spend enough time dreaming about them to gain any momentum, to get any footing, right? I say I am the I guarantee I am the biggest liar in the world. Why? Because I will pick an idea like this podcast, for instance. Notice I'm back on the studio, right? Why? Well, why? 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 People say well, I don't want to hear what the hell he has to say. Well, of course you don't. Of course you don't want to hear me talk. I'm talking about how you need to change your life and all the things you need to do. Why? Because it's a lot easier just to do what you're doing, even if you're working your ass off. That's the acceptance part of it. The reason Sandy and I traveled around the country in an RV was because I refused to accept the fact that I was going to stay in a house, do the same thing as my dad, my grandma, my grandpa, everyone around me, and never have the opportunity to eat fresh-caught lobster in Bar Harbor, Maine, or sit in Yuma, Arizona, or Mesa, Arizona, or spend a winter, or a winter on Destin, in Destin, Florida, 100 yards from the beach. Was it scary? Hell yeah, it was scary. And what I did was I actually sat down, looked at all the things I'm doing, and I'm thinking about all the stories they told me about how amazing it was, and guess what? It wasn't true. I wasn't having a fucking great time. I was having a miserable time. I'm out there mowing a lawn. I was actually taking care of a piece of, of a crop no one eats. If you don't think that shit's funny, I don't know what is. And all it took was focus. So what I do, I woke up every day and I start asking myself, what's better than this? What's better than this? What's better than what I'm doing? How can I improve this? How can I make this that I can't change better? And I wrote it down and I talked about it and I told everyone I knew about it and everyone I knew said, you're fucking crazy. You're going to go live on a, in an RV. You're going to get rid of your house. That's nuts. Who does that? And I had an answer for them. I got an answer for you now. People who do that are people who wake up and they realize, wait a minute, I should be having more fun than this. If you're ready to have more fun than this, if you're ready to have more fun that you're having right now, I got a ticket for you. Here's the ticket for you. You go down to the hardware store, or to the, or, I mean, to the any place, and you buy yourself a dry erase marker. 
and you write on the mirror what it is you'd love to do, whether you'd love to live at the ocean, whether you'd have love to be debt-free, whether you'd love to have an amazing relationship, whatever that goal is, and you write it on that mirror in that, in that, with that dry erase marker, write it in big letters on that mirror, put a big circle around it, make it, make it obvious to you. And every morning when you wake up, you brush your teeth, you look at that thing, and you say to yourself, hmm, that's something I'd love to do. That's something I'm going to do. And then every night when you come home and you're tired and you got your ass kicked by the world, you can look at that and you can spend a minute staring, spending time imagining how friggin' great it would be to be there instead of where you are, to have that thing to come home to, to wake up in the morning and realize that has become your life, right? And just like any other decision we make in the world, the more we think about it, the bigger it gets. And the more we think about it, the more interested we become. And when it's connected to who you are, when it comes from within yourself and it's not the bullshit story they keep telling you, guess what then? All of a sudden, that shit gets so exciting, you cannot help yourself. You can't help yourself. Even when you don't want to do it, even when you're feeling shitty about it, guess what? You just grab yourself by the bootstraps and you go, no, 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 I I do want to live debt-free. I do want to have an amazing relationship. And before you know it, before you know it, you're standing on top of it and you're saying, damn, I can't believe it, Sandy. We uh, <laughs> we got rid of the house. We traveled around the country in an RV. We had that moment again. I said, you know, seven years. That's what I said when we started. You want to know here what's ironic about it, how the universe works, how when you're generating positive energy in your life, how it just comes back around on you? I said seven years. We sold the RV. We signed paperwork, and the RV pulled out of our life seven years to the day that we, it came into our life if you aren't if, it, if that doesn't signify how powerful we are just with our thoughts just turning the noise off just long enough to say you know i think i'm going to do this because not because anyone else is doing it but because i love doing it because it's cool for me rock climbing whatever it is gold panning i don't care what it is legos i mean that's that's the beauty of this whole story right and the only reason you're not doing it the only reason you don't think it's possible is because you haven't spent enough time thinking about it i have an amazing relationship why because i think about my wife and i think about how to have an amazing relationship and in the end guess what that becomes your truth when you wake up inspired that is your truth when you wake up energized and even though the going is tough, you just can't help it. You just do it again and again and again. That is an indication that you are living your truth. When the world around you looks at you and goes, you friggin' nuts. You're crazy. You've lost your mind. That's how you know when you're living your truth. If I could do it for you, I would. If I could do it for you, I definitely would. This is the best you're going to get from me. Try it, I dare you. Try it, I dare you to get inspired. And more than that, I dare you to get inspired, not only for you, but for your children, for the people around you, for the fact that someone woke up today and they had all these big plans. They were waiting for it. They were waiting for it, 65. And then they're going to have some fun. They're going to be able to retire and do all this stuff. And it didn't happen. You can put it off, and some people will, but I hope that's not you. I hope you're ready for it. Hey, listen, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate you tuning in. 
when we come back, when I come back, I'm going to go ahead and close this thing out. Um, try doing it. Try focusing on something until it becomes so big in your mind and it benefits you. You just can't seem to let it go and guarantee where you are will not be as important as where you want to be when we come back. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I if this was an asshole ass ass chewing or a conversation, but I got to tell you, um, I'm feeling great about it. I, I like the new soundboard I have, and and of course I hadn't wanted to jump back in the studio, but this is the option I have. Do me a favor if you like what I'm doing. I do a live show. You got to subscribe to Podbean, and you, of course you've got to subscribe to this channel. But I do a live show, trying to get a conversation going. If you want to talk about how to get things off the ground. Watch for me. You'll get the notification. Jump in. Don't be afraid to hit that join, that co-host button. Um, I'll give anyone a shot as long as it stays on topic. We're nice to each other. We're polite to each other, and we consider um, the impact our words have on those around us. We don't have to be angry in order to achieve success. It's not our job to live the lives of other people. It's our job to live our life to its best ability, to achieve it and elevate it to the highest possible pinnacle. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for liking ahead of time. Um, it's The ball's in your court. The ball's in your court. The question is, what are you going to do with it? My name is Chris Hawkes, and this is Your Best Life Defined. Have a wonderful evening. Mm-hmm.